You're listening to the We Are Libertarians podcast network. Find all of our shows at wearelibertarians.com. You're listening to the We Are Libertarians network. Learn more at wearelibertarians.com. Boss Heart of Liberty. This is episode number 182. I'm Jeremiah Morrill. On my left, Dakota Davis. Over on the uh, producer's stand, it's uh, not Zach Burcham. It's Chris Guffey back in the room. Hello. hello. That's right. I'm and a we normal got, producer. We got a guest. That's right. Today's episode features Mr. Brad Brewer. Brad is an aspiring political commentator, is what I'm going to call you. In about <laughs> 10 years, we're going to see you on Fox News. Could be. Or maybe you'll just be stuck on InfoWars. I don't know. Doing those, anywhere yeah you could be doing those interviews on the street where it's like <laughs> democrats don't know uh poop from applesauce man on the street i've heard fox news is crap now they they don't they them and the associated press are fake news we're going to be talking to uh brad about uh you know all things election we're going to be talking about uh gop winners um in the state house we're going to be talking about Donald Rainwater and his historic third-party run for Indiana governor. Straight ticket voting, which is another hurdle that we still have to cross. Um, some voting horrors as stories as well. And then we're finally going to get into uh, the presidential election. What has been going on? We still don't have a president-elect in the United States, and it is November 5th. Um, maybe by the time you hear this, it'll be called. We have the news going on just in case there's something breaking. But make sure you stick around until the very end to find out. This show is about our lives in rural Indiana. We're here to push your boundaries and make you think as individuals. Sometimes we'll provoke you. Other times we'll make you laugh. Hopefully you will always learn something to new. I guarantee this is going to be a learn something new episode. We got all kinds of stuff coming. A lot of, a lot of fun. I did a lot of research, got stuff ready. And the Dakota said, the hell with this. I'm not making any show notes. I'm like, what? So I made yep. my own. So we have off the books. Second set. This is like the second, uh, you had a lot of stuff you wanted to talk about. Yes. That's what I was going to say in the Patreon side yeah. that we just got done doing was, you have a lot of things that you wanted to talk about. I literally was just going to have Brad come on and just, we were just monologue. You were just going to plug in Brad. I I was going to go like, I was going to say, let's find every rabbit hole that we can (laughs) and dive. My wife told me I had to, had to somewhat gather my thoughts or I could literally go on a, a, she literally said a 30 minute Alex Jones monologue rant. And I was like, well, See, I, that's what I knew. She knows been, that. She I've knows been watching that about your me. Facebook page, uh, and I was like, this guy has stuff that he needs to get she off knows. his chest. <laughs> so, she knows me is a thing. Yeah. So for folks that are listening now, Brad was with us once before, uh, episode 130. If you go back, you can listen to yep. uh, the first his first appearance with us. 52 weeks. Has it been exactly a year? Roughly, roughly a year. Wow. And then how do people follow you now? So if, if folks want to get familiar sure. with you as they're yep. looking. Uh, if they want to follow me on social media, I mean, at... Um, uh, Real Brad Brewer on basically every platform, and they can find my pages there. So Twitter, I'm the most active politically there on there. There are Brad Brewers all over the there place, are. but Listen, you are the real Brad Brewer. <laughs> you have to make sure everyone knows you're the real one today, okay? Uh, yeah, Real Brad Brewer on uh, Instagram, uh, Twitter, Facebook. Um, that's where I do political stuff. I don't do that everywhere. Uh, I'm not saying I, I'm not political everywhere, but I'm I'm more careful, you know, to be to keep things separate, if that makes sense, so. 
All right. Before we get too far into it, we have the people on Patreon to thank. Patreon.com slash Boss Hog of Liberty. That is where you can go to support the show every month. That is what keeps the show from being ad-free. Uh, I was listening just uh, just today to a different show. Oh, I was listening to Two Bears in One Cave with uh, Tom Segura and Burt Kreischer. And it's another one of those things, like I said, with the, the Ben Shapiro show, is that every, like... 10 to 15 minutes, they stop and do a pre-recorded advertisement. And it just drives me insane because if you're listening to it while you're driving, then, I mean, it makes it difficult to find that skip button on Spotify to fast forward 30 seconds. So I don't know, that, that is just irritating, which actually they're not even on Spotify anymore. Cause so you have to listen to it on YouTube. <sighs> anyway, Patreon.com slash Boss Hog Liberty. That's where you can go to make this show ad-free. Make sure it continues to be ad-free. And if you sign up at $50 or more a month, then you get a shout-out at the front of each and every episode. Those folks are Christy Avery, Jonathan Phillips, Anthony Meyer, and then our good friend, Chris Lamb. Absolutely. We also have T-Chip stores, T-Chip.com slash B-H-O-L-1, 2, 3, or 4. Um, 1 through 3 are all T-shirts. Or long sleeve shirts or sweatshirts. You can decide what design it goes on. And then uh, tchip.com slash bho4 is uh, masks. They have a, a beautiful selection of masks. They're the most beautiful masks that you've ever seen. Um, Mason Rodding House has one. Yep, my we, parents have one. Got, uh, got, got them all over the place. They have sold. There we are. also have uh, mugs. We have mugs again. I know that I know that that was we do, and I've asked for tumblers, but you you're forcing those to go through the uh, mm-hmm. the dainty daisy instead. Listen, that, that's my wife's business. If you want a boss hog liberty tumbler, then you reach out to her, or you can reach out to me, and I will be your uh, middleman. You'll connect. Wonderful you. quality too, I will say. <clears throat> Wonderful quality. Well, look at that. Hey, I got my own. I got myself up here on the video. It won't play on the computer, but it's playing on here now. So I don't know. Uh, so I don't, last I don't know week we had on. a libertarian that was running for office. We had a Democrat that was running for office, and we talked a lot about Joe Biden. We talked a little bit about Joe Jorgensen. It's only appropriate that we brought in Brad this week to help balance things back balance, out. Balancing it out, yep. Mm-hmm. So let's uh, let's work through some of the local races first. Some, pe- from, some people that, as our listeners have been going along, they've been following along, seeing, seeing all these races we've covered. Uh, in Henry County, we did a series on the county council. And the council reelected all three of the incumbent Republicans. So Harold Griffin, Betsy Mills, and Clay Morgan all are back again. Uh, they're going to be uh, be up for another four years. Harold did announce this week that it will be his last term on the county council. Uh, so he'll be finishing up. Uh, you guys remember from the uh, from the spring, Bobby Plummer was on uh, in the county commissioner's race. So Bobby was elected and is going to continue on. I must say she was elected in an astounding fashion. She won. I gosh, I don't have the number in front 68%. of sixty-eight percent. Yeah, it was it was very significant. Pretty strong. Yeah. Uh, Jennifer Blackford and Jackie Hadsell won the Newcastle school board race. Jackie uh, was on the show. Jackie was on the show. Eight uh, people separated. Yep. Wow. She she was eight votes ahead of incumbent Kim Williamson, who will uh, who will no longer be on the school board. Uh, Chris Lamb, our friend Chris Lamb. And uh, Forrest Plank both were on the uh, short end of the stick there, but uh, very possible that we send them running for office again in the future. And then Stacy Guffey, you guys remember Stacy as well. He uh, he came on. Uh, he will be the new coroner. That's not a surprise. He was unopposed in the uh, in the fall. What but. you mean to say is we're getting a coroner now? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 
be. We uh, finally have one again, ladies and gentlemen. We'll be glad to have him. And then uh, in the uh, another race, I wanted to to mention real quick another Boss Hog alum that did lose, uh, State Representative Melanie Wright from Delaware County. She uh, she was on the show two years ago and served on the Ag Committee. She was a, a Democrat. Uh, from up in the from Dillville. Yorktown area, Yorktown, Yorktown Dillville represented that part of the part of the world. But uh, she did she did lose her race in a close one. That was on TV a lot. It was a very expensive race. Uh, but Melanie's uh, time in the state house is going to come to an end. Daleville's on my mind for a different reason. It should be <laughs> new state representative up there now, Christopher. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna have. I get the so I have the wonderful privilege that uh, my fiance and I signed our closing documents for our house. We didn't have to get personal with it that was just- on Wednesday. So um, this is goodbye. This is goodbye. This is my farewell <laughs> tour. Um, You're gonna make people nervous. I'm gonna be moving all my stuff out of Henry County. And it's all because the news. you're caught and folding <laughs> chair. Your fork? No, I'm moving it all. <laughs> and, uh, I'm moving it all. And, and my fake plant? The whole reason is because they raised my taxes to build a jail. <laughs> Thank mm. you, County Council. Betsy Mills. Chad Malico. Clay Morgan. Betsy Mills did not vote for it. She did not. She did not. Betsy wasn't on the council That's yet. True. And Clay voted no. Oh, but he wanted to vote. Why yes. are you? Why are you fake news right now? Calling people out. Why do you, like why do you need media. to be fact checked on this show? Because we were going to have you fact check Brad. <laughs> I can't. Listen, I can't. You've lost now all credibility. Need, now we need um, Brad yes. to fact check you. I gotta. I gotta run. I gotta just. I gotta run out of this county. Gotta be free. All right. Free. <laughs> More election results here, real quick, so we can get uh, get through. Uh, our friend Don Rainwater. Don's been on the show before. Fourteen and a half percent in the uh, governor's race in Indiana. He finished second in Henry County, more than 20% of the vote, beating Woody Myers in Henry County. I've not seen precinct by precinct totals to see if he won any precincts in Henry County or anywhere else. But uh, I think in over 30 counties in the state of Indiana, he was second place. 34. That's awesome. Uh, So he has uh, announced today that he intends to seek the uh, Libertarian nomination again in 2024, uh, as does his running mate, uh, William Henry. So that ticket is back again in four years. They received over 400,000 votes. Um, 14.5% of the vote statewide in the next big election for Indiana Libertarians, Secretary of State in two years. If they get that, if they get that number again, they're going to be a, yeah. the LP is going to be a major party with primaries. Sure. You just have to clear 10%. So hmm. huge, huge, huge time. Almost a half million people hold a Libertarian ballot in Indiana. Voted for a Libertarian. Pretty cool. That's massive for yeah. third parties. Uh, another thing that we wanted to, cover is i don't know if you guys all remember but a couple of years ago after the 2018 election whenever um we had a horrible issue with straight ticket voting in that election that was due to the newer uh voting machines that gives you an error we still have those machines in henry county and they didn't fix the error but i did see a lot of poll workers that were explaining to people whenever they took them to the ballot box that hey if you don't want to vote straight ticket then you can skip it my poll worker said uh, you can still vote straight ticket. They said, this is how you vote straight ticket, but you will need to go in and mark your school board and the others. So they encouraged the straight ticket voting. Oh, but, mine did not. Yeah, my, my poll worker encouraged straight ticket voting, but then said, make sure you pick up the school board and the other things that are in there. Where did you vote? We need to uh, dox that person. Whittier Lane, <laughs> Baptist Church. Ah, what a shame. Vote Center 5. I was going to say, we the, had, uh, the Justice Center, they, they, were, they were just like Dakotas. They were like, oh, nope, just skip past that. I was like... Thank you. I've done this once or twice. I understand, but I appreciate you explaining it to other people. Yeah, I mean, I'm over in Wayne, just over in Wayne County, and they at the New Testament Church, and they didn't mention it either way, so they didn't tell me that's what I should be doing. That's, a, that's yeah, I was kind of bragging on myself. I think that my uh, the article that 
we put in the paper as the Libertarian made Party difference. made a difference. Hey. And, you know, that it did make a difference with Tom Saunders. Sure. You know that? He sure. Submit, he submitted a bill in the last legislative session to try to get rid of straight ticket voting. Straight ticket voting has been something we've talked about on the show for the existence <clears throat> of it. Uh, in 2016, for the last presidential race, nine states still had straight ticket voting. As of this presidential race, 2020, five states. Indiana I think plus that'll be less. I think there'll be less by 2024. So it's very Hopefully. possible that Indiana removes it. Uh, and it, listen, it's it's a ground game having conversations with your legislators. Sure. It's a conversation I plan on having with a number of people, and we'll see we'll see where it goes. But, uh, but I, it, this time, it has to go. We still had approximately 40% of all voters in Henry County still voted straight party. Yep, they still took the took a straight ticket. And in spite of that, Rainwater got 400,000 votes and changed statewide in over 20% and beat the Democrat Woody Myers. Woody Myers had over 1,000 straight ticket votes on the Democrat side, and Rainwater still beat that. Yep. Pretty Phenomenal. impressive. He won by 200, 200 votes. Impressive. Uh, now, the same voting equipment that we have in Henry County is now used in Madison County next door. The Madison County clerk, the Madison County commissioners, and the Madison County election board are having the uh, like a Mexican standoff fight. In, in, if you remember the episode of The Office where they all have guns, right. guns pointed at each other, that's what's happening. That's what's yeah. happening in Madison County right now. They traded in 400 functional election machines. And they got 150 back, just like we have. Wow. And they thought, hey, we're going to get some more ordered. And then they could never get them authorized to order them. And they thought, hey, we're going to have vote centers. And then they never did have the vote centers. So I was hearing reports on Election Day out of Madison County all day long of, hey, it's taking me two hours, three hours to vote. By the end of the day, folks were dropping out of line, giving up, coming back. Six hours. There were people that got in line at 6 o'clock that finished voting at 12.15 in the morning. Yeah, and unbelievable. The governor and the state of Indiana had already been called by the Associated Press. Yeah, so you're standing in line, watching your state getting watching watching all the races you care about, except for the Sparks Hill uh, Tucker race for for Congress. There was a sure. I mean, otherwise, you know, if you're like if you're the guy that just goes and says, "I'm going to vote for president, do my duty," are you going to stand in line for five hours? No, no, it's a disaster. So crazy. Madison County was awful. I wouldn't have stood in line for two. Awful. <laughs> I, I was. It, it's unreal. So, and then I, apparently it's taken them three days to get results in Wayne County. I still don't know if Wayne County has the results published yet. I, Chris Bilbury is in the chat, and uh, he's a Patreon member. That is, that is a perk on the Patreon side. If you sign up for Patreon.com, then we promise to answer your questions in the live stream as long as it is reasonable. Uh, Christopher is saying, "What are what are your thoughts on the fact that only forty one more people voted this election, twenty twenty, than twenty sixteen? Even with all the early voting and absentee voting, I don't know. I I feel like there, it was the percentage was up a touch. I think we were up to sixty seven percent. I don't yeah. know if Henry County's population has gone up or down. We may have we may have lost people yeah, uh, I guess since I that no time. Idea. So I'd have to I'd have to watch that. We also have." Hell, I think a thousand people in our county population are in the jail and not allowed to vote that are in the geo prison. So it's uh, it's it's difficult. You have to look at our our number of folks in the uh, in in the census versus uh, who's registered to vote and how we've how we've done. I would say I do uh, have a little bit at the end of the show. We're going to talk about some uh, some population shifts. I would say that it's um, I, I was we were blown away. We talked a lot about the voter turnout in 2016 on our post-election show and we were all blown away by the response in 2016 and 2018 
we have had some very strong voter turnout here, and I think the local wind issue has been a has been a big deal as well. Uh, with the that that's driven a lot of folks to the polls. So we we've, sure. we've kind of beat expectations around the state. And Chris uh, is saying that the population's gone down. Yeah, yeah, and that's yeah. So you've got more people voting and and a smaller population. So uh, as a percentage, that's why our 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 vote. Our, our turnout actually went up a little bit. Our, the percentage dropped up to 67%. Yeah. So Madison County's got some issues ahead of it. I know I have a coworker that lives in Anderson who's like, I saw the line, said the hell with it, didn't go. So that's one of the reasons why the vote turnout wasn't as high as it was in some other places because of the damn big lines. Yeah, I spoke to a man that lived in Noblesville, said he was, uh, he was in line. He was an older gentleman, so I guess he was able to, you know, I don't mean to sound that bad, but he was able to wait. He didn't have to be anywhere. So, right. um, yeah. Said it took him over three hours to get out of line Ooh, by the time yeah. he got done. I was going to say, Paige was, Paige was at like right at two hours, and she votes in Madison County. And, uh, in, and she said that if it was going to be a, a three, four-hour wait, yeah. she would just walked away. It, she, and she went to the poll to vote against one person. Yeah. She went to vote She was motivated someone. in a school board race. Yes, she was to vote against someone. The, the Madison County model does not yet have vote centers so if you live in a certain area you have to go to a certain polling place i got you in henry county we had a dozen different locations so you right. could you know you could show up and and you could go to vote in middletown you could vote in Knightstown. you could go to Louisville. yeah okay uh and it, it sounds like the lowest lines were in uh in uh Dub- off dublin pike new uh, new lisbon that was the that was the place that a lot of I, folks went to if they were trying to get through really quick. I went there. I went to the gathering in Louisville, and I was out of my truck and had and was back in my truck in twenty minutes. Yeah, when we went to uh, there at the New Testament Church in Wayne County, we we were we came in. We went at probably eleven o'clock, and literally there was probably four four booths open. Like we didn't even wait at all. I walked straight up, voted, walked out. We were probably six minutes in there hmm. which is pretty surprising I, th- I was expecting to wait I, I was a motivated voter i got up at five fifteen. i met my mother-in-law mason picked me up his buddy was in the truck with him and and sarah and i we all rode over the five of us voted as a family got in line at five fifty, and we were out the door at six thirty. i was um, uh standing outside mount summit church working for betsy mills at five thirty. left at seven thirty, and seen a lot of people voting yeah, they had. I know they had over a thousand people. I think that voted at the uh, at the Mount Summit Church. Yeah, it was it was constantly busy. It was great though. Cold, very cold. All right, so that's the uh, that's the local wrap up. What we've seen uh, what we've seen locally. The uh, the big ticket item that's not decided yet is president. I think we all know how this is going to go. Um, watching the news right now, as of this recording, it is seven forty four on Thursday evening. Uh, the electoral math. As it appears right now, North Carolina is probably going to go to Trump. He leads by 76,000 votes. Pennsylvania, they kind of, there's a lot of talk that may fall to Biden, but right now Trump's ahead by 64,000. Georgia is getting incredibly close. It's a 3,400 vote advantage in Georgia. And Arizona is the one that has been cracking people up for two days. The Associated Press and Fox News called Arizona for Vice President Biden. Uh, this morning when I woke up, it was about a 90,000 vote lead, and now it's about 68,000 or right so. Right around 60, Some, yes, in the upper 60s. So it's it's dropped by a third, the, the deficit has right. today. Uh, 
many of the Trump folks are upset that Arizona had been called. Well, when they're still only Fox va- News called it. CNN hasn't called it. MSNBC hasn't called it, I don't believe. The Associated of, Press has. Right. But as of this, this afternoon, even CNN and MSNBC had not called it, I don't believe. I know CNN did, and I don't know about – I hadn't checked MSNBC this afternoon, but – um, how do you how do you go through life looking at NBC News as being the reputable source and Fox News as being the ones that are fake news? Well, I honestly <laughs> I watched. Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll admit something. I actually watched probably if I had to do a breakdown of election night, probably 80, 20 percent CNN. Actually, that was surprise some people. I, I tweeted that out and I said, "Am I wrong for doing that?" Probably, and actually, a lot of people were agreeing with me. Surprisingly, they were pretty fair. Um, it was odd that they called, I mean, the race was much tighter in other states that they didn't call, or uh, not nearly as close, excuse me. Uh, and they called other states, uh, or called Arizona a lot earlier, even though they were, it was a lot tighter than other states where they, you know, so I don't know. It was, it was odd that they, they called it so early. Um, uh, granted, there were some people that said that they were going to, that Fox News would, uh, would call states earlier than other places. Um, if it was for Biden, I don't, there's no, that was just, you know, something that was floating around conservative circles because there is a thought that Fox news is, uh, there's a few good voices there, but generally run by people that are not the on thought, the conservative side the of things. The thought is, is that Fox news has had for a generation, the, the, the thought process is, Oh, Fox news is so biased to the right. right. And now there's just, they're trying hard to look more middle of the road, but they're also kind of trying to, they're also swinging a little bit more left in some sure. areas so yep. that they can try to, uh, try to, you know, keep some of their ratings. Well, but, but here's the thing though, is they had the best ratings in, in news. It I'm was, told, it I'm wasn't, told it Newsmax wasn't, is the place to go now. You, you, well, got, hey, you go get, you got Newsmax. That's the, the, Newsmax is, or Cheddar, maybe, decent, I, I don't guess, know, you know, uh, OAN, Russia, one, Russia one American Today, news or something like that. Yeah. I mean, you know, I Fox just News had, to Infowars. There you go. Perfect. So then you don't have to worry about it. But uh, Fox News had the best ratings. So I, I mean, I say they say that, but it wasn't it was working for them, whatever they were doing, whether you agree with them or they're not. They had they were generally the best ratings out there. So it is surprising. But you're right. They've they have definitely shifted. And I, I imagine they're going to continue to do so. So Chris Bangle and the Weird Libertarians, uh, the, the mothership uh, for, right. for our network, he's been preaching and has been covering this and, and anticipating the the number of states and the, the coming the, civil war, <laughs> the possible the coming civil war, yeah. the, the foaming at the mouth that's happening over counting slowly or diligently sure. counting versus, Oh my God, somebody's stealing the election. Right. Right now there's five states that aren't, that are potentially not called Trump's path forward right now. looks like if I don't see the Nevada coming his way, Pennsylvania, the, the, numbers, Arizona. the numbers going the wrong way. So, Trump, Trump needs to win North Carolina. He needs to hang on to Georgia, sure. which is yeah. a 3,000 vote difference right. now. And then Arizona is going to have to come back and he needs to hold on to Pennsylvania. Correct. If he does that, he's good. Right. If if he loses Arizona, basically if, if it's – If he loses folks any of those leading, four states, it doesn't matter. If the folks that are leading right now as of this time, the red states that are red as of the count at this moment, the blue states that are blue at this moment, Biden wins 270 to 268. Correct. Yes. And it and, comes down to we would have had a tie if Omaha, Nebraska's congressional district had gone Trump instead of Biden. That's correct. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's how much it's money a, do you think the Republicans will spend in Omaha next time? More than they did this year. <laughs> I can guarantee you that. I mean, it, it's going to be well, the, the money in the in in, La, in the Las Vegas, Nevada area is going to be unreal yeah, yeah. after this year. I, I mean, you know, I mean, no one really saw it coming down in, you know, 
Nevada, Arizona. I mean, I, even I wouldn't have if you'd asked me a week ago. So, I mean, if it was going to come down to Arizona, do you think you would have spent the last three and a half years pissing all over the grave of John McCain? <laughs> Maybe. The beloved son. Yeah, I, I mean. Trump would yeah. have because he doesn't really care. Well, it, I don't know. And here's the thing, though, is and I'm now I'm maybe in the um, in the minority here, but I don't know that I still don't know that he's going to lose Arizona. I think when I think when the votes that are there, he's been winning at a higher clip in the last five to six hundred thousand that are left, which is closer to five hundred thousand now, based on what I saw earlier. I could have, that could have changed, but um, he needed to win about fifty six percent of the votes outstanding, and most of them were Maricopa County, which is generally a stronger Republican. That's county. Sheriff Joe territory, right? Correct. It's this is the guy that would usually, dress up prison inmates in yellow and correct purple make correct yeah he yeah so it should be hypothetically a pretty a pretty big boost for trump that the 75,000 came in it's kind of a uh they viewed that as kind of a, a glimpse into what their other the other is going to do and it came in that he was actually pacing closer to 60 percent on those votes um dropped 13,000 off the of the vote total um uh, I think it was a that moment. They actually, we were talking about that on CNN last night, and it was the mo- or not me, MSNBC. Excuse me, when uh, Rachel Maddow gasped, "Oh dear God!" You know, when he, when they saw that he had fifty nine percent, I think uh, come in. And now I don't think they've actually had any more come in since then. But and the other portion that is interesting about Arizona is um, what is left is actually um, all um, election day votes. Uh, they've actually processed per the election board. I, like I don't, I don't obviously yeah, I don't that, have that number, but some states process the absentee and mail ballots first, and some did first, and yep. some did last. And so Arizona is the other way. Whereas you know places like Georgia, Pennsylvania, Michigan, Wisconsin, all did all did mail in votes at the end. Arizona yeah. did it first, and so Just, that is something to think about. Trump was saying they needed to stop counting today. Uh, do yes. you want them to stop counting in Arizona? Wait, what? There is clarification there. The point, it, well, that's not exactly a full statement of what's going well, on. He I read, did say I read it. the tweet, he did, and, then it he, is a tweet. and then he retweeted his own he, tweet, it, it, so yeah, he, he really did. meant it. True, but what the, the actual the statements that are coming out from the campaign is that they are, in especially in Pennsylvania around Philadelphia, they are requesting, uh, and this is not an outrageous request, to have their guys in there, to be able, the GOP poll watchers, be able to see the votes being counted. Um, today, they actually received an, um, a court order to allow them to be in there, but then the Supreme Court of of Pennsylvania, who has already had some issues in the last few weeks, came back and um, backed off that decision and said, no, that we're not going to actually let you in there because um, instead of letting them in, the poll watchers actually shut down shut down counting. They said they were going to have administrative day uh, once they once were the going court, on strike. Basically, it was an administrative work to be done, but that means they were going to stop and go to Supreme Court, and then Supreme Court did bail them out. Not the U.S. Supreme Court, but the Pennsylvania Supreme Court. Um, but there's already issues there. I mean, I think that Pennsylvania is going to get sent. I think Pennsylvania, the whole situation there is going to be litigated for a while because they made changes um, from the Supreme Court, made the decision outside of legislation from the the legislature in, in Pennsylvania, saying that not only would they accept um, um, – correctly dated uh, ballots for up to like three days after election day. But also if there was a smudge and it was unrecognizable what the postmark was, they would still allow those. Even if they didn't know, they would just, they would just get the benefit of the doubt that How those, many ballots, of those are there going to be though. It, the problem is, is it opens itself up to how many, the, the thing that some people will say is how many are necessary. 
is the question. If you're right. allowing someone to say it's, all that has to be done is there's a smudge on a post date. Now, all of a sudden that vote counts because we're going to accept it as marked correctly. That is an issue. And you got people like Darren Jacobs that are working the polls and they might just perfect. Their thumb exactly. And smudge it. See, you don't know. You, you, you don't know how many of those are going to be out there. You, you don't. Might, you might be arguing over 12. You don't. Right. I mean, in 2016, they recounted Wisconsin and it moved the number 200. Sure. So if, if this counting stops and in Trump's ahead by 25,000 in Pennsylvania, you don't care anymore. Well, the, in the, but the, the issue with the counting thing, the reason they tried to stop counting is said they, they don't want counting to happen if they're not going to have representation like they're like this legally allowed for them to do. You should always have it. You should have correct. a Republican and Democrat but, poll watcher observer. And today there were actually videos or whatever the, lawyer, the law in Pennsylvania. Correct. Says. And there was the, and the court gave an injunction or a, a basically a, uh, a letter of saying, Hey, they ha- you have to let them in there within six feet of counting. That's, that's the rule. They had to be within six feet of the counting of the ballots. Um, they were pushed even when they were allowed access, they were pushed 25 feet plus. So at that point is when, you know, obviously everybody now has cameras out all the time. There's videos out there of them discussing it. You know, the um, you see Corey Lewandowski and the lawyers for the Trump campaign that are representing them talking with the poll workers or the someone with the polling station there. I don't know who they were at that point talking about it. said, yeah, we're, we're, we're listening to that letter. We're following it. But yet the people were still not allowed within six feet of the ballots. That that's the stop they're wanting to have. Like, hey, if we're we're not going to have access, we don't want um, that to happen. Happen in Michigan, Detroit. They were they were putting pizza boxes in the windows of the poll of the the area they were counting in, putting pizza boxes, putting all the news. Was that to, keep, to was that to keep the media from watching or to keep the poll watchers from watching? Now that was more for the fact that they're in a building. This is not the, the media did not have access to the room. Um, now, in many places, as you see, you'll see video feeds from polling locations inside the rooms. I mean, you'll see people counting behind the the the, the, um, uh, the reporters there. So that was pretty normal. I mean, that's not abnormal for that to happen in a lot of places. I don't know if there's some places that allow it, some places that don't. I don't have all of those uh, state by state election you know regulations, but they were outside of the building, and then it wasn't until um, there were questions that were arising. It had been open that way for the entirety of the day, election day. And then even the next day, it was that evening they decided, okay, there's a lot of people looking at us now. That it just it just seemed odd that all of a sudden now they're going to bar the doors and put up like, stuff. It is odd. It's just like the NSA used to say in the George W. Bush administration: if you have, you know, if you have nothing to hide, then you have nothing to worry about. Chris, you were you were involved. Why, why were, keep them 25 feet away if they're not hiding? Anything? You were at the election center in Henry County. What did it look like? What happened? Oh. Uh, so basically, it was really pretty simple. Um, so there was Eldon Pitts, myself, Daryl Radford walked in. So the, me- the media guys. The media. I'm going to consider myself media for this all intents and purposes. Uh, the media, we, we just basically sat there where uh, – and they were behind a glass window and they were counting. And when they finished – Could you see them doing the count? Uh, I could see people over to the side. I was sitting down, so I really didn't look. I, you know, I wasn't too worried about it. Uh, and then after they finished – a lady walks out and she says, I assume these are what you guys are waiting for. And she hands four packets to all of us. And then we just walk out and leave. So, so you all had your results. Yep. Yep. I was actually, uh, I think I was the first one I knew before all the Republicans in town. Wow. Uh, they had the zoom breaking meeting. news. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm the one that called Betsy letter knew <laughs> the Republican party didn't that's, care anymore. That's what a Patreon member gets. That wow. kind of service. It's true. Insider information right there. Hey, if Clay had joined Patreon, he yeah. would have known. Yeah, he could have got a call, but he didn't. All right. So 
foaming at the mouth mad over over Pennsylvania. It, and this is all. It, 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 there's one county that you're upset at. Um, is it I mean, Allegheny that, County or wherever wherever Philadelphia Philadelphia yes, County? It's Philadelphia. I mean that's that's where there's been the biggest blowback as far as Cause, access. Cause that's where the people live. Sure. Yeah. I mean, that's where the majority of the, I mean, it's not all the vote. Obviously they did, they had a, there's a lot of um, more red counties that obviously had votes outstanding as well. But um, the lion's share of that, what was it? Uh, 1.4 million votes still outstanding to be counted. I think the lion's share of that was around Philadelphia and Pittsburgh, um, at least on election. I think the morning of after election day, um, that's where most of them were still to be counted. Um, so it was more of an access issue. And that's, that has been seen in multiple states, um, you know, to, and it's not necessarily to people that are just, you know, obviously the, you know, you and me can't drive down to, or drive over to Philadelphia and just walk up in the polling location or the, the count location and start watching people. That's obviously not realistic, but, um, it was legal representatives from the campaigns that were being barred from these scenarios. And Philadelphia had had those, had that exact same happen. And it had been reported in multiple news outlets, um, on election day as well, that they were actually kicked out of locations. Um, um, in addition to multiple, multiple, uh, you know, vote counters wearing literally, and you can see there's video of them wearing uh, Biden Harris face mask while they're counting I mean, that, that stuff just isn't in polling locations. It just, it just that isn't was allowed. going on in Florida too. I right. It's just not allowed. It's, that stuff isn't, isn't allowable. Now wearing a mask, I'm not saying that changes any, of any votes, but um, you're there wearing, are certain you're things. You're candidate propaganda. Correct. I mean, I couldn't, you know, um, that, that's illegal to do. But the biggest thing is the fact that the access, I mean, there's multiple times it happened already in Philadelphia on election day during the votes actually being um, uh, cast that uh, people, unfortunately uh, Republican representatives were removed and told that they don't care about the, you know, there's a video. You can watch the video on, on Twitter. You can, I mean, it's all over the place. You just have to look for that. But um, people being told, Hey, we don't care what it says. We're not letting you in here. You're in. And they were using the phrase intimidating, um, our, um, our officials, workers. our workers. And, um, but there was no necessarily, at least not in what we know about ever giving any reason why it was intimidation other than the fact that they were there watching, which is their, that's their job. So what about this conversation? You've seen an awful lot on social media the last day or two about 105%, 110% voter turnout in places. Yeah. A lot of that was, there was a lot of that went around and that actually is, I can't speak for every state. I've only looked at some. I know. I mean, Dakota. Wisconsin had a con- was the big yeah. one. Yeah, uh, Dakota and I had a conversation about that, and actually, it did, early numbers were showing that Wisconsin allows for same day registration and voting. Everybody was looking at the October first or November. Well, they 1st were looking. Yeah. registered voters. Correct. They were. They they had a lot of people register same day, and so that is a difference. Now, there is a there is a legitimate question. Um, you know, in some, I think it was Wisconsin. That could be. You know, in fact, check me, Chris, if I'm wrong here, but. Um, 89% is what turnout is in some places in, in, uh, um, Wisconsin. And that would be, that's almost statistically improbable that you get 90, almost 90% of the vote. Even, even 90% is, is unrealistic to be honest with you. Comparingly that you think it this way, especially in, in very, very, very blue areas. Um, um, first term Obama, which in, in, in very Democrat heavy areas was superstar status. Um, they didn't reach 70%, you know, but, but people are really pissed off. Yeah, maybe. I mean, everyone, they've, they've been stuck at home, rioting, that's true. Wisconsin. They had Kenosha was a disaster this summer. Sure. 
I, I, yeah. th- I mean, that, there's there's a lot of reasons, and and you, because they made mailing stuff in so damn yeah. easy. Right. Ballot shows up at your house, no postage required. You f- sign it, send it back. The, the question I would ask is, are there votes in president only, and they dropped off on yes. everything down ballot? So these are ballots that only say president, there is a, or there, are they there having— There is a higher propensity, and you can see it, and, and there's a reason why in states that— Apparently, Joe Biden is winning that Republicans are picking up House seats in, in districts that it's happening. In Michigan, I, I just um, – looking at an article earlier, I'll see if I can pull, pull that up. Uh, in one county, um, in the entirety of the county, I think it was two votes came in for the Republican um, representative. But yeah, but they voted – but it voted the opposite. for There was plenty of votes for a president, but two votes only came in for, for the Republican House, that that's just statistically unrealistic. I mean, you can't. You're not going to look at almost a hundred percent vote count for anybody at so any that, point. About so I would question 000. if that's certified yet or not, because I yet you know in Henry County we'll be able to look at every sure. all forty one of our precincts here. Right, and page three. There it were about two thousand voters in Henry County. Right, that only voted for president. That seems odd to me. It seems odd to me too, but that was. I mean, that, that doesn't necessarily mean anything, but it is odd. I to think me. it was two thousand. I don't know, Chris. You can look that up. Is it uh, in Antrim County? Antrim County, Wisconsin. Excuse me, Michigan. I apologize. Um, let me pull up that. Um, pull the number here if I can. Jeremiah's got the sheet. I might be wrong. Maybe it was two hundred. I don't imagine zero. <laughs> I don't know. I just remember it was significantly more. You have to do the math. I'll do the math since it was my claim. They don't tally it. The sheets that they gave us on Tuesday, they uh, they don't tally them. Ah, uh, they don't. They have my write in. I'm one of the 38 people that wrote in a candidate for president. Mm-hmm. You wrote in Kanye. Kanye. <laughs> so it's it's kind of the, there's a there's a story that circulates around libertarian circles, and I don't know right. if you've heard this, and it is that libertarians will poll higher than what they get on election day. And that is because uh, I'm a talented drinker, Brad. I, that was about a the problem. The beer was here. <laughs> it was it was 80 degrees over, and then it was done. They will so libertarians will pull higher than what they actually perform, and that's right. because people will say, "Yeah, I'm voting for jo- Joe Jorgensen this time." You know, I'm sick sure. of the two party system. And then they get in there, and the fear that they've been hearing from Joe Biden or Trump, they're like, "I just can't," you know, "I can't take the risk of." helping out the guy that I hate more, you know, it's that, that yeah. two party mentality sneaks back. The same thing happened to me. I went in there and I was like, you know what? I'm just going to write in Kanye because like screw the whole system. Right. It's like, I want to see, I want to see man of God in the Oval hey, office. Listen, <laughs> you just got to do what you, you got to do what your heart feels sometimes, man. And it was kind of like, it was kind of just going to be a funny thing for me. And then I got in there and I was like, I can't do it. Can't do it. I gotta vote my. I gotta vote my. <laughs> your heart, party. Your conscience. There you go. Yeah. Well, here's that number. Uh, it was in Antrim County. Um, that there was a let's see, um, seventy seven hundred votes for Joe Biden, three thousand more than than Trump got. So he got forty seven hundred. But in that same county, um, the Republican representative only got two votes in the county. Two entire votes. That it's is a, insane. It's a statistical improbability. I would, I would want to see that when it's when it's certified. Well, certified. Oh, sure. But it, with the, and the funny is the guy that brought it up, the representative, 
Jack Bergman, he said, I know I have six votes in my family. <laughs> like, like in this house, I have six, but well, uh, you think maybe he maybe doesn't, not. maybe he doesn't, yeah. but did he uh, accidentally unfriend his friend, his wife it, on Facebook. Maybe he did. Um, but <laughs> yeah, I, so those are, those are odd things. Um, there is mention and, and I don't, like I say that it, it, at one point now I saw that saw where the number changed. I'm sure that there may be, it may not be as straightforward as that when they're doing these, these vote count dumps, in you know they'll they'll get an X amount of votes counted. They'll bring them in. You'll see the number. They change. found one hundred and thirty thousand Biden votes and nobody else. It was one hundred thirty eight thousand. It, it did change one hundred thirty eight thousand with zero of those going to Trump. Now I'm sure there is some statistical reason why that would happen at once, but that isn't. Those are oddities that people are going to see and say, "What's what's going on with so, that?" So these are not official results on the state. That's though. correct. That's correct. Those are that's the media reporting because Wayne County. Um, well, that was off. That was off the the uh, the state website. That changed the change. They they were screenshotting the change on that. Um, former reporter for, um, uh, I got to come up with her name here. Rachel Mazzilio, uh, who used to work for the Palladium Item. She was actually the guy, uh, the the lady that was with Rex Bell when he had a stroke. She was the AP reporter for Wayne County. So she was out at, the, at Wayne County at their headquarters until three in the morning, and she's literally there representing Western Wayne News and the Associated Press. So picking up the whatever that report was going to mm-hmm. be, and that's the information that the media gets back for Wayne right. County. So she never had anything to report back, but that's where those numbers come from. Right. So it that's a a process where somebody gets this sheet of paper. It's sure. not digital. And then they key it in. So if they text it wrong or they send it in wrong or input it incorrectly – that could get reported to the AP wrong, and that's why the, the thing you see on Google or right. whatever other website is incorrect until somebody comes back and cleans it up. Well, it, and that'll guess, happen when – it'll be right when the state certifies it, but the media report of the votes, that's a very possible way for things to get – Sure. The 138,000 votes did come from the state website. Correct. It wasn't from the – It was a state address. website. And that was weird, a keystroke issue. And the thing – it could be. The thing that is odd that people find out is that it was in Michigan, and, and uh, reporting had stopped per them – Till the next day, they weren't going to be reporting any more votes for the night. And then about because uh, I was still up um, live, you got to stop dropping that that bottle. But uh, my problem is is that I've got I've got stuff. narrow, narrow yeah. room here. The arms um, across my. But it was that after they had said they were going to stop counting votes, it was about four o'clock in the morning because I was still up um, live posting A for some odd SUV reason. Pulled up. It was and it, and it, yeah, there were there were votes, and that was actually a separate thing as far as we oh, know. Different um, thing. Okay. We don't know that those were the same ones that were counted that moment, but There's um, so many theories. But randomly, those numbers came in about between four and five a.m. when it shouldn't have been any votes coming in, which was an odd point. I mean, I'm sure there's going to be something they could they say. They said to, the next day, I'm up at four fifteen. Yeah, sure. <laughs> well, they said they were going to start counting till close to eight thirty nine o'clock yeah. the next day, so yeah. that was an odd oddity. But yeah, there was. And there's video of this. Obviously, it's all anecdotal until you can get somebody to prove what's going on there. There were scenarios where people were um, – there's two videos I've seen people pulling up with – The point is – Vehicles pulling with stuff out of vehicles and all putting these them in. things that are happening is that the Trump team right. can build a case. It Here's – what you don't know is this, is that – Obviously, a lot of things you see swirling around social media are anecdotal. You don't know you don't know the context of what they're you know what was the context of what we saw, yeah. uh, what was the context of that thirty second video clip. That's true for not just this, but literally everything we deal with in our life. But um, I think what it does do though is there's enough anomalies and the vote is tight enough that in a lot of these states that are 
the ones in question. Obviously, we're not we're not talking about California. We're not talking about New York. We're not talking really even about Florida. Um, but in, in Pennsylvania, in Michigan, in Wisconsin, which I think Wisconsin the 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 margins what thirty thousand votes or something like that. I think uh, in a whole state, um, you know, thirty thousand votes is a lot of votes. Um, but it depending on how they come out of those. I mean, you look at Michigan today, and I saw a gentleman it's about doing twenty one in Wisconsin. About twenty one in Wisconsin. Okay. Um, you know, they were pulling up and they have this every election um, cycle. Uh, it, tons of people that were dead, right? And around Detroit that were voting. The weird thing was, as usually as those are all, you know, uh, mail-in votes that wind up, they come back and they, they verify those and they pull those out. There was multiple of them showing up as in-person votes for guys that died in 1984, 1987, 1991. I saw one report. How, that does, that, how does that happen? I don't know. You and I, when we show up, we show a photo ID I know. and you sign the poll book and you're good. I don't know how that happens, but literally on the, on the Mich- it was in Michigan on the Michigan website, you pull up the individual it show. You can look at, pull up his date of birth, date of death. You can see those yep. things. And then it literally shows he died in 1984. He voted in person I for saw, the last several elections. I saw one screenshot from the Michigan State website that, that said that the person who voted in person was born in 1823. I don't know how it's possible. Yeah, he's I don't know. He's almost. He's he's uh, what 200 years old. Well, not quite. Yeah, almost. So so that so that's one case of voter fraud. Find me a bunch. Uh, I don't know. Thirty thousand more in Michigan. That's I mean, fair. What's the difference? Yeah, versus And this is an issue. And I think that we're, and it's not just a Republican thing. Cause you, if you look back at Democrats, I mean, you look at Jerry Nadler and he, he said this himself, you can pull up the clip. I mean, people were sharing that around too, that, that in some of these scenarios where paper ballots are involved and there are, um, there's movement in the ballot. So like, you know, a lot, a high propensity of the mail system, things like that, especially when they're making changes, in the 11th hour, as Pennsylvania did to, you know, the voting standards and how they're going to process these uh, outside of what the legislature allowed and even voted on. Right. Um, there's a higher propensity of fraud possibilities. And even even our um, I think it was the FBI or was it it was I think it was the FBI had come out and said that obviously that there is a high propensity of possibility for voter fraud with mail in issues than there would be in person issues just because IDs are required. Um, in most places, obviously some places there, you hear, obviously I don't know how someone votes in person if they're dead. So I don't know how that, that ID scenario worked there. I don't, I don't understand that at all. It could but. be the only thing that I could think of is like a, you know, a stolen identity issue or, or and the it, checkbox and, of mail in or, or in person. And it just, whoever's yeah. doing it, didn't really care about what they're, if it was in person or mail, they're just putting the votes in. That could be, I mean, it could be, a, but you know, um, you know, I, and whether you, you agree with this guy or not, you know, um, James O'Keefe Project Veritas has put out videos where talking to um, people that have been verified as U, uh, UP, or USPS officials or employees that talk about the fact that there was there was fraud in their area. Now, that's not necessarily saying there's it's widespread, but right. and um, that's, that's the conversation is, yeah. is, is something happening at the margins or is it truly an issue, you know, where we have, you know, a. I'm not going to have a concern. I guess my personal look at right. it is that I'm not going to have a concern if there's a race. If there's more than 5,000 votes, 10,000 votes that are the difference, I'm not concerned. Okay. If it's if it's tighter than that, then okay, let's let's really look and it, the recount in Wisconsin last time was like I said is 200 votes. Yeah. I I think you're going to have a pretty clear decision. Right now as in Nevada, the the margin is 11,000 votes and change. 11,438. Yep. 
they've got to do a better job of getting people to vote for them, right? Sure. 11,000, uh, gotta flip it back here. 11,042 people in the state of Nevada voted for none of the above. They literally went in and marked the box that says none of the above. Said nobody. Yeah. They said, I don't like any of these. And that includes Joe Jorgensen and everybody else that was on the, on the ballot right. in Nevada. Is it in Nevada? Every single time you can always vote for none of these people. That's their right. It's on there. Uh, and that's their way of rejecting somebody. So none Trump's down candidates. by Trump is down by none of the, yeah. None of these candidates is, is the difference. Yeah, it's true. I'm, with, by, with, within 400 and another 11,000 chose George Jorgensen and another 2,500 chose Don Blankenship of the constitution party. And I'm sure there's probably some write-ins sure. as well or undervotes. Just get more people to like you. Let me ask you this is it. And what's your guys opinion on this is I think it was, I could be wrong. I think it's Pennsylvania as well. That is now this, this year. And it could, I could be a different, it could be Michigan. It, it's one of those two, I believe that had taken away the requirement for match uh, our um, signature match on their ballot versus what they have on the, from the registration. Now I think I, I had to check. Maybe Chris can find that. I don't remember, but it was either one or the other that that was a, that was a new thing as well that they had actually removed some of those, those, those before you obviously had to, you had to match what's on the mail-in ballot with what they had on the system for your signature. They took a lot of that away as well. Not never, not everywhere. So I'm not going to try to spread that, that it was everywhere, but I think it was one state. It was a pretty significant state. It was either Michigan or, or Pennsylvania. I believe one that of, they had, had removed that. Chris, about our, our, yeah, it's Pennsylvania. Our voting system. What makes it so difficult to hijack is right. because there are so many different systems. County to County. It's different in Indiana. Right. In, in the state of Pennsylvania, I'm sure it's different county to county. It's what makes it a very good system. Ballots the, look the, different. So you can't just go, I'm going right. to steal these votes. Because if you if I went to where you vote in Wayne County versus where I different. live in Henry County, the machines are different. The experience is different. Right. You're still accomplishing the same thing. Right. And if I was a Henry County voter and I voted by mail as a mail-in right. absentee ballot, those look different than the ballot that I print out in person at my polling place. There's no doubt about and, that. I would say, though, that you do have to look at these larger cities where the the vote count per square mile is significantly higher than anywhere else. I mean, if you're you don't need to, it, and this is just a hypothetical. This is not me saying this happened. Um, if you're going to commit voter fraud, you don't need to do voter fraud in every County. That's, that's just not necessary. Um, you would look at the counties that give you the most bang for your buck, and that would be where you would target. If that was something you were going to be able to do, I'm not saying that happened, but um so the places they're worried about are the places also that they're getting the Trump campaign. So do you right? think there are fictitious people that they've registered fictitious people or they disenfranchise somebody who tried to show up and they didn't get to vote because it's, it's one or the other. Cause you've got to be, you got to be sure. so damn specific that, Hey, I don't think Dakota's going to show up. So I'm going to go steal his ballot or his opportunity to vote. And then Dakota never mentions it, never complains and never shows up to vote. Well, the issue was, and you're right. I think that, I think the biggest area that they left themselves open for was the fact that in some areas, every person in the voter registration law got mailed a ballot. That's a lot of ballots hitting the, hitting the streets that wouldn't necessarily be requested. A lot of states did request. Like if you request your ballot, you get your, your mail-in ballot and you submit that. There were areas that did not do that. Instead, Everybody they, that was registered was automatically just, got a ballot. And there were some locations, some properties that got a ballot in them. They got five, six, seven ballots for every person that had ever lived at that at that residence in the last like however many years it was. We the problem is this is that you take something like that, which it seems like a mm, that's a margin issue, right? But if you take that over an entirety of an area, especially a populous area, and that happens, we're talking thousands of votes. Now, I'm not saying all those are fraudulent, but 
we have to do a better job in some of our more populous areas, and I say nationally, of setting ourselves up in a position that those questions aren't there. And if secondarily, if in this election, right, it's already a con- super contested, why, if, if, if either side is going to try to convince the other that this is a legitimate election with legitimate votes, less transparency is not wise because it's going to automatically create – yeah, it's just going to automatically say, "Oh, this is this is a bigger problem." Obviously, if you're not letting me see something, then it has, to, like you said before, it has to be a problem. I'm not saying there is a problem, but what I'm saying is that there has to be the ability for everybody to have equal access to those votes. As far as not everybody, but both sides, um, and that's the big problem in Pennsylvania. That's why the the stopping the vote is has been requested, at least from everything I'm reading from the Trump campaign that the press releases they're putting out. Obviously, Trump is not going to say all of that in a in a tweet, he just says, stop, stop the, the vote. vote, right? All right. So he says, stop the vote in Pennsylvania. Yep. He's Say he give him Pennsylvania. He sure. wins that. He holds on to North Carolina. Right. And by some miracle, he hangs on to Georgia. Right. Which states are going to win? Nevada Arizona. or Arizona? Arizona, easily, comparatively. I mean, it's a much easier path to victory in Arizona than it is um, for sure more than Nevada. I mean, yeah, it's possibly, or it depends on how you say Nevada, Nevada. I don't know, but... Um, I'd yeah, change it up. Change it up, but yeah, he's definitely got a better path in Arizona. The people in Nevada say Nevada, so I say Nevada. Nevada, perfect. I'm going to go with that then. But yeah, it's it's a much easier path, I think, in Arizona. That's not just this year. That's every every year for Republicans. That's an easier. That's an easier grab usually. Um, you know, I think that now Mark Kelly, the astronaut, Gabby Giffords, uh, sure. Giffords' husband, just won the Senate seat. He did. Yeah, defeated Martha McSally. Yeah. So, so mean, you're counting on the the his voters sure becoming Trump voters. Which, but what's weird is, I mean, in States that they're voted significantly for Joe Biden, you've seen house seats picked up by, you know, Republicans and, and vice versa. So is this is a different election for that reason that we're seeing that the oddities of people picking up votes where they never thought it would happen. Um, I think that Arizona is very winnable. Um, it is odd to me that it's taken 48 hours to count election day votes. That's usually not the case. Usually it's, it's mail-in absentee, those sort of oddities that are a lot longer to count. I'm not sure what it's delaying them because they, they now said they're not going to give us any more updates till tomorrow. Um, will be three days from election day. There's no reason they couldn't have counted election day votes by now. Now we'll say as well that one thing that they are having an issue with, and that's being addressed um, on the ground. There is, there is this issue of the Sharpie, whether they use a Sharpie or a pen. I don't know if you guys have heard much about that. Yeah, um, seen that, yeah. yeah the clerks have said that you can market either way and it's going to work. Uh, yeah, they, well, it could be, and that's what they're talking about. But it, I have read as well that they're talking about possibly having to go back and recount some of those if because they do have – they said they had, had a high propensity uh, in some areas of randomly ballots getting rejected by the by the counting machine, which – you know, they go back and look at those anyway, but they're going to go back through and look at those and see what the, I think what's the, what's the phrase? The, but it would uh, be a way that you could explain why it's taken. Correct. Time. I mean, yeah. yeah, true. I mean, but you know, they hand count votes in a lot of places, you know, I don't know. It just, but, it just seemed yeah. like that is a, a little bit of an exorbitantly long place for Arizona and Florida, which is a much more of, of a beast is counted. Florida, Florida has been triggered before. They've, uh, That's true. I they, I think they've been, they've, they've been had their this, moments, guess, the, the hanging Chad so moment. Yeah. To transition the, the conversation towards the future, the 2024 election. Yeah. Um, my biggest worry with all of the conversation and, you know, I'm, I'm kind of, I, it, Jeremiah, you're much more like in line with, uh, Chris Spengel and uh, thinking that 
there's got to be a reasonable explanation for all of these anomalies. And which you're, there might, there might be. Yeah. I, and I'm kind of like, well, some of this stuff is weird, but you know, I don't know. Sure. But my biggest concern with the conversation that we're having is that this opens the door to some kind of federal regulation of voting nationwide where I think that the best system of checks and balances that we have to protect against voter fraud is the, the fact that the decentralized system that we have yeah, is the fact that it's a county by county basis all across the nation. Sure. And I, I don't disagree with that now. And, and maybe some regulation around transparency on election right. day, that would be acceptable in my mind, but well, and, and two, I mean, a lot of this in, in, goes through the legislature for states, right? The states get to talk about what they're going to do as far as the way they're going to handle votes, and they they agree on that, and they that's generally how it's handled. Um, that's where some some odd situations are happening with uh, respect to Pennsylvania specifically. I know we keep going back to that, but the Supreme Court literally within I've, I've said you're going to win Pennsylvania, yeah, I'm and you might Arizona for you. Yeah, and Georgia. That's, Georgia's that's, the one Georgia, that, that everybody's had counted crazy. on that yeah. is down to 3,000 votes. And I wonder what percentage is left. It can't be much. It was down to, what, I think 2% before, so it's probably got to be 1% or, or so left, but I don't know how many votes that is. We'll check that real quick, and then I want I They do did say, though, I just read tonight. something before I came on tonight that they said that they uh, – well – the uh, Secretary of State, I think it was, it said they had found 99% like nine percent reported. They had found X amount of vote, not found like oh, they opened a trunk and found them. I'm not saying that. Darren Jacobs just dropped off nine thousand more votes. <laughs> Beautiful. Yeah, they did. Well, they re- what they realized was there was more votes they had to count than what they thought. Which I don't know how. I mean, I'm not sure how that works. If you just oh, it's we, another wagon sitting. Over I guess. There, man. Well, yeah, probably. But uh, I don't. That's odd that they would say oh. By the way, now you know we had this number. We had we said we told you X amount we had left to count. Now there's. You know, I think it was like twenty three thousand more. You know, that, yeah, I saw that. Those are yeah. weird. I don't know why that ha- how that happens. So, um, so populations shift all the time. Sure. And something I've been watching as as our election results have come in here, right. if you look at the number of votes cast, this is what got me started on this conversation. In each congressional district, right? Wild differences between where we're at in the sixth district, our district here, mm-hmm. versus the the fourth district and the fifth district. So as the donut counties around Indianapolis have been growing, mm-hmm. the number of votes that we've been casting have been just dropping like a rock around here. Hmm. Uh, and I know everything wasn't in when I pulled these, but uh, the sixth district, our uh, our home district, about two hundred sixty nine thousand votes have been cast okay. as of uh, yesterday morning. Uh, they had counted three hundred fifty eight thousand in the fifth district, so we're eighty thousand votes behind. And that's not just population; that's votes. Um, total votes. That's, total votes okay. counted, uh, or cast. You know, counted or, right. or cast in that. Race. What they know is coming. Yeah, right. Um, about eighty thousand behind. About three hundred fifty thousand in the ninth. Every one of these should be about the same. Basically, what they do is they say a congressional district. They take the state of Indiana, divide it up into nine districts, and you have about the same number of voters. Uh, the fourth district, which is Jim Baird's district, the west side mm-hmm. of Indianapolis, so Brownsburg, Hendricks County, all of those, three hundred thirty-five thousand. So. We are at the end of our maps. They're going to get redrawn in 2022, which right. is another reason why these elections are so important because the folks that control the legislatures, the state houses, the ones that are going to draw the next maps. Right. So we're this is the last cycle for the presidency that the electoral map looks like it does now. Right. In 2024, it's going to be different. Indiana looks like it's still going to have nine votes based on the the uh, the population 
estimates right. that, that we had. We don't have the official census yet, but we have last summer's estimates. So Indiana's probably going to stay the same, but our districts are going to get redrawn. Okay. So right now we're in a 19-county district. I'm going to say that we're likely going to end up picking up some of the geography of that 5th district that's mm-hmm. got so many more people. So Anderson's probably going to be a part of our area, maybe Marion, maybe Blackford County, Jay County. Right. All of that's going to grow, and we're going to have an even more diverse geographic area. And that t- that fifth district is going to get smaller and tighter and tighter because it's more dense. Because it's more yeah, dense, you get more true. population growth. Um, what's really going to be interesting is looking into the next cycle. the The states that are growing in, in this projection here, Texas is supposed to get three new seats, uh, which mean three new seats in Congress, right? Which means they will get three more electoral, electoral votes. votes. Uh, Florida is looking at picking up two, yeah, two, two or three. Two. I think it's three. Uh, it looks like two according according to this. This chart is here. on okay. two seventy. Two seventy to win has this, and gotcha. I've got it in our. I'll have it in the show notes for folks. Um, and then Alabama is going to lose a seat. New York, Pennsylvania, with uh, Minnesota, Illinois, Ohio, Michigan, and California. for the first time ever, California would lose a seat, and so right. will Rhode Island. Picking up uh, in addition to the ones that we said would pick up one. Or two, North Carolina would pick one up. Colorado, Arizona is going to get another Oregon, seat. Oregon, I think. Oregon and Montana. So Montana will be more politically powerful than ever before. Than Rhode Island. Rhode Island's going to go down to the bare minimum wow. of three. One, they're going to lose their other congressional seat, and Montana would have two. That's surprising. So, but what that does is that you're seeing a net shift in the, the states. Even now, whether it's the the 2016, the 2012, or the 2020 map. If Florida and Texas are red, are Republican, right. that's that's the difference right now. If you sure. applied this map with where they think people live and everything, the Trump way that wins. they're colored in right now, Trump would have won the Electoral yeah. College. Well, and it tells you for 2024 what's going to look. I mean, that's going to tell us here's the new battlegrounds. I mean, because you look at it, you're right. California is going to lose. I mean, we're not talking huge, huge, huge First numbers, time California's ever lost a vote. Correct. It's always gone up. So, um, But Texas is going to become more powerful, which Texas was already was the uh, – was the dark horse of, oh, that's, th- this is the year. This is the year the Democrats are going to win Texas, which wasn't the case. But Here, here's the but it's getting secret. closer. Texas and New York are about the same margin. Guffy threw his arms up in the air. Sorry. Devontae Adams just scored and I hit a $130 bet. Wow. Texas wow. are due, buddy. Well done. Well done. Well done. <laughs> Working out better for me than eBay. <laughs> Fair. So, yeah, that's that, that's the conversation. And that may be one of the reasons why people are so pissed off about the Electoral College is that they're seeing this or they're reading the room going, their problems are going to be even worse now. The left's, the left's yeah. problems. Yeah. Well, because Trump, if you look at the numbers, he picked up significant gains amongst the Hispanic vote um, and just minority vote in general, is, yeah, especially vote, Florida men and women, they love- Miami Dade. He picked up huge margins. He lost five percent um, of the the white male vote. The uh, Rio Grande area. Uh, he picked up huge number. I think he won amongst Hispanics, and I think Hillary Clinton had won by like thirty, forty percent. Um, so that's which is an odd thing, you know. That and I think Republicans had to be happy about that. I think going forward is that they are, if things don't change, they're making progress in maybe in those areas. Maybe not. Maybe it was just a scenario where, you know, uh, a fluke. But to to start doing better in those areas as those areas are also gaining more power politically is pretty yeah. wild. Tom Furkanoff. Are you saying they're adding more counties to the sixth district as he's just tried to run a 19 county race? Yeah. I think you're going to have about 25, Tom. Beautiful. 
it's it's going to get bigger. They've got to find the people somewhere. They got to make the populations balance. Yeah, I go up to Fort Wayne. It, it's I think it's going to go all the way to the south side of Fort Wayne, or they're going to take Indianapolis and blow it apart. And make every a, congressional district right. is going to have a, 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 a township of or pie. two of Indy. Yeah, which the last time they drew the maps here, they looked at our state senate seat and they almost took it from Irvington to Newcastle in Richmond and followed 40. Wow. So Henry County would have been represented by the same person that represented the east side of Indianapolis because those are common communities. Yes. So those are place. the maps they threw out and they wound up picking up. When people talk about the east side of Indianapolis, they talk about, you know, that's a lot like Newcastle. Yeah. I mean, yeah. we are the far, far east side of Indianapolis. True. We're yeah. just three exits from 465. Yeah. That's what I always tell Hop, people. Skipping when I try a jump to get down the road. Visitors. Yeah. It's funny. All right, Dakota, what do you think of these maps? Why are you asking me? I want to know. I don't know, because this is what we do. We talk about stuff. Why, why are you asking me? Mind your own business. Yeah. I don't need to tell you anything. Get a warrant. <laughs> the uh, the maps, I hadn't even thought about them until you brought them up, to be honest with you. I didn't even think about them, um, this being the last year for the congressional districts. Uh, well, I think we'll have one more cycle with these congressionals. 22 will be when you have the first one. Yeah. Uh, or yeah, or twenty two will have those, and, and then twenty four will be the new ones. Yeah. To me, yeah. the most surprising thing about California is that they're only losing one because that their population still grew, just not at the rate. Because what we've done is we've, right. we've frozen the number of seats in the in the state in the uh, in Congress in the House of Representatives. Right. So we basically say here's the number of seats. Every state gets at least one, and then we divide it up and we apportion them out. So. The Big Ten, you know, the, all of the states up here were in Big Ten country, Minnesota, Illinois, Ohio, Michigan, Pennsylvania, New York. These are all cold areas that are losing. Basically, Kentucky and Indiana and Wisconsin are the only states that are not losing, right. losing representation. Yeah, we're saying the same. We're holding on. Hmm. Uh, but everybody else around us, people moving south. True. So, and it's, Alabama. it's Florida and Texas. They're not moving to Alabama. No, apparently. Of course not. Yeah. Nobody wants to be in Gulf Shores. So <laughs> Birmingham. Heck no. Although they have a great IndyCar race. There you go. I want to go see the, uh, I want to go see Barber. And I'm assuming based on what we're seeing, because you look at that, obviously Colorado has been, been red, Cal- but other than that, and Oregon, other than that, those are generally all Republican states, you know, as far as what they're, they normally win. They're either Republican a- states or states that you expect them to play very well. Correct. In. Yes. Right. Right. Arizona is one that you don't. Yeah. You know, well, before gonna, now, you would have thought it was no chance. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I was very surprised whenever I woke up. And, and I still that think that it's going to go red at the end of the day, to be honest. Well, I mean, you're hoping. I so, am. So President-elect <laughs> Biden, he'll be the oldest president ever. Let's wrap up on that. Ah, beautiful. Seventy seven years old. That's one of the reasons I wanted to vote for Kanye. <laughs> Kanye is going to be there a while. I'm tired, tired of, boomers. of old people. Just we need okay. someone young with energy. It doesn't have to be young. Maybe it's not 77, right? It doesn't have to be that young. Yeah, you don't have to be young. Because, well, yeah, well, it can't be young. Can't be. Legally, 35 is pretty young. Yeah, that's true. I mean, I'm not 35 yet. Jeremiah's old. Jeremiah's 37? well past 35. He'll 37? He'll be 37. Yeah. <laughs> Jeremiah, 2024. 20, I'll tell you what. I'm still hanging on to hope of them doing the uh, the People Under 40 magazine e- edition. You're yeah, in it. And I'm still, I've still got a shot. <laughs> the cover. But, but the I've, cover. Got, I've only got a couple of editions left, <laughs> and then I'm over. It's, You're it's gone. Done. Yeah. Mm. I've only got a couple more opportunities. If there's a voting system, let me know. I'll make sure we can get some. Get some. <laughs> I'll be well, competing against you. Well, yeah. noted, anybody, noted, noted businessman no, over there. Does anybody noted. know how the uh, Unity 2020 did? 
Uh, How close were we to having Dan Crenshaw as president? Not that close. Was he on the ballot <laughs> anywhere? Uh, no, I don't think no. so. He won. He won re-election to a statehouse seat. He yeah. did. Uh, Colts wide receiver uh, Anthony Gonzalez won re-election in Ohio, so he's going to go back for a second term. Tony, that's a thing. I, w- the I other, would vote. The, my other wild prediction in Congress is that Victoria Sparks becomes the AOC for the as 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 much <laughs> of a boogeyman as AOC is for the left on the right on the right. To, it's going to be the exact opposite, and they're gonna they're gonna hate Sparks. They're going to use money. They're going to raise they money could, against I her. I can see that. Yeah. Yeah. That's going to be, that's my one exciting. Well, like, it hasn't done, any, it hasn't done them any good to raise money. I mean, look at the, the places they spent the biggest amount of money. Mm-hmm. Susan Collins win. Uh, they spent down in um, Lindsey Graham win. I mean, it, where they, where they put millions and millions of dollars, they lost. That would just, that has to be, I mean, if nothing else, that has to be the most devastating. They thought they had Susan Collins unseated. I think and that the, the poll reason, said it, but you know, that's not the reality. Well, she won by what? Uh, 20 points. I think something like that. Temporarily unavailable. They're trying to suppress information. I want uh, I want Dakota to see this. When are we? Check, read this one real quick. We'll, we'll finish up. This is my other random, random one. Tom, Arkansas U S Senate. Yeah. Arkansas U S Senate. You pull it up and it's just, Straight up a whole entire red map. And Tom Cotton, Republican Party, won 66.7%. And Ricky Harrington, the Libertarian Party candidate, won 33.3%. Okay. One counties. Hey. One counties in a statewide cool. race. That's interesting. I, I'm 100% for that. Da- I mean, I don't, is, is Arkansas a. I'm assuming they're not a. Uh, they are not a straight ticket voting I state. I didn't figure so. Yep. Yeah. Yep. That's what I don't happens. know why. I don't know why anyone is at this point. To be honest with you, it, 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 well, if you listen, I mean, I know to, why they are. I mean, I know why if, they are. If you but. listen to State Representative Jim Lucas in Seymour, Indiana, he says that because if you take away straight ticket voting, you're taking away freedoms for people to have an easier vote. Straight ticket voting is left over from the party bosses' machines, right? Back in the day, where you where you got somebody to check one box. And you go yep. buy him a beer. You can walk in and you also, walk in, check your name, check your box, sign, put your X down, and walk out. Also, and I'll you give didn't you. Didn't even have to read. You just knew no. that you were team. I need you to box. At least check. make it. At least make yeah. it last. Mark, like Mark. It, you know, say at least make it the last one. You Mark, get to scroll through all of them. Mark box fourteen for our guy. Right. That's that's it. It's stupid. I mean, I'm I'm a Republican. I think it's ridiculous. Got to go. I've gotta never go. voted a straight Republican. All right, we'll start uh, start wrapping up here. Producer Chris, you got anything for me? I'm very excited. Just hit that bet. I've been on a slump lately, so it's great to get that back in. Now you can buy three new TVs for your man cave. Now you're only down by two hundred dollars. What color? Uh, what color are you painting your man cave? Uh, I think it's just gonna be like a steely gray. So Paige wow. picked out the color. No, no. I just actually like that color. I wish I would have bought my Tacoma mm. in that like cement gray. So Paige picked Concrete out the color. Gray. She no. told you that you could choose from these four different shades of gray. No, no. So it's going to be gray with uh, pink accents. One thing. It's okay, Chris. All of us in here are married. We know how it is. Listen, I have an ax to grind. (laughs) I have an ax to grind with Walmart. Uh Oh, wow. Listen, this is why. Black Friday deals. I thought we didn't have boomers on this show, but here we are. China Mart. (laughs) Listen, the reason I have an issue. Black Friday sales, November 4th at 7 o'clock, they went live. There was a 65-inch TV for $228. I was allowed to purchase this for my my den. I was allowed, and guess what? Six fifty nine. I'm refresh, refresh, refresh. Gotta be quicker than that. I put it in my checkout at seven o'clock and went to checkout out of stock. 
Well, Fuck you, Walmart. Fuck you. <laughs> wow. wow. That is uh, strong words. Very, okay. very aggressive. Yeah. I think they only had like two, two of them. And they're like, they only, they only have to have one. The bait and switch, right? baby. The bait and switch. Well, they got me. Maybe, maybe if you had real internet, you like would have passed three years. Hey, but think about it this I was way. at Pages. She what, has internet. Are you, would, are you more mad that you lost it online or would you be more mad if you'd gotten there? There was three of them and you were fourth in line. I would have gotten one, Brad. <laughs> I went one time to get one. It was supposed to get a 50, 50 inch. Missed out on it, so I went, bought the sixty inch. Honestly, That's some things upgrade. some things just work out, guys. <laughs> Mine did not. Right? Mine did oh, not. Sorry about that. Yeah. Any, any other gripes, Chris? Do we need, do we need to start saving some boxes for you? You ready to move? <laughs> nope. Yep, we're ready to move. Um, so we think they're going to stay in the house till after Thanksgiving. Listen to all this. We talk. Yeah. We we yes, we believe. And yeah. you're moving in with each other, you know. Premarital. Yep. That's separate yeah. bedrooms, I'm sure. Yeah. Separate bedrooms. Go. It's like I love Lucy. But yeah. um no, I will say that I am entirely happy with John Kindred and his dad. Mike Duffy says he got one of those TVs. <laughs> <laughs> first Mike, you beautiful. First Mike, you have to have my last name and you run it into the ground, <laughs> but you run on the R ticket and you get elected. And now you steal my TV. What's up, Mike? I know where you live. <laughs> awful, awful threatening over But anyways, there. no, Man, seriously. He I, is fired up. He is I, amped. <laughs> I, am, I am angry about that TV. Anyways, no, seriously, I am, I am happy with John Kindred. I'm happy with Doug Kindred and Brian Huff. I'm glad you're happy about something. The mortgage. Yes. I would say I'm happy Beautiful. with PCCU. Did you even talk but, to PCCU about your mortgage? Did you give them a chance? Nope. How dare you? Nope. You're dead to me. That's all. <laughs> I'm you, there'll be a cashier's check for your savings. You're, you're out. <laughs> <laughs> you're gonna call your notes. <laughs> Becky's gonna do that for me. I might have to call him in the morning to get that uh, that letter sent out. Yeah, yeah. But no, seriously. Uh, if you it, and Corey Owens Home Inspections, if you ever have any problems or you need something done, call them. Call either one of those guys. Happy with your team? Yeah, I am absolutely. Mike Guffey says, "Come on by." Brad, thanks for joining us, man. Happy to be here. Short notice. Notice this is fun. I'm glad Noel's your first choice. Perfect. Yep. It's uh, beautiful. Listen, honestly, you got like an extra hour and a half's notice than what Dakota's been giving That's, other people. So there you go. <laughs> you're you're doing great. I was ready to prepare. You've been working. You've been preparing all weekend. Anyway. Yeah. It was already. I had to whittle down <laughs> what I like. Otherwise, it would just been word vomit for an hour and a half. So very good. Uh, how people follow you, where they read your stuff, all that, sure. all that fun. Uh, all of it is like, say, if you, it's all the starting point. Real Brad Brewer on every social, you can find me there. Um, yeah, start from there, and you can see pretty much what I'm posting and what I'm writing. Every social, different. every social is Real Brad Brewer. Uh, no, no, not LinkedIn. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I guess TikTok. I should. Uh, oh, yeah, TikTok, Real Brad uh, Instagram, TikTok, Instagram, uh, Twitter, Kick, Kick. Uh, all of them, OnlyFans, yeah. all of them, beautiful, yes. exactly. Yeah, all and you yeah, have so, a TikTok. I do. I have about <laughs> 22,000 people that follow me on TikTok, sir. I am uh, in the creator fund, I think. I don't know if I actually am in there. You're, or not. you're, you're a Trump guy. Listen, uh, it's big on, uh, on TikTok, needless to say. Actually, actually, oddly enough, it is. I had I won't post one video. Three million people watched that video. Three million. That's a lot of folks. Were you twerking? I was not twerking. I wasn't even in the video. <laughs> it was, uh, if I was, I wouldn't have got three million views. I can tell you that for sure. So. Dakota, what do you know? Uh, not a whole lot. I don't. I don't know much. I want to give a shout out to Oakwood Brothers Distillery in Anderson because they had fantastic pizza. Um, I'm just excited that we have a, dis- a whiskey distillery so close to my house. Um, Is that their whiskey in their barrels already? It's not. Hey, we've made some hooch that we put in a barrel, and in like four yes. years, we'll have something worthwhile. 
Uh, I got a bottle of it right here. It's and it's theirs. All not only do they just distill whiskey. Yeah, this is their uh, Rye a River. Okay, Rye whiskey, and all of their spirits that they have there on the menu, and every cocktail that you get is distilled by them in Anderson. Hmm. So margarita, all, lo- all local, a margarita, their tequila they make gin and tonic. So it's a one hundred proof, three seventy five milliliter bottle. Mm-hmm. This bottle looks like an old medicine bottle. It's really cool. It's a tiny bottle. Yeah, I like the. Uh, it looks like the old pharmacy. It's a cool stuff. place. We got a pizza last night, and it was. Um, it had a pepper medley, pulled pork, sausage, pepperoni, and then was drizzled with honey. Okay, it was wild. It was really I'd try good. that. Yeah, sure. Delicious. All right, that's uh, that's enough of this. We appreciate it very much. Next week we're going to be back with the uh, once again the Courier Times did a big article on uh, on our crew. Uh, it's going to be myself, Dakota, producer Chris, Corey Murphy. Uh, I don't know if Zach Bertram's going to show up. He can if he wants to, but he doesn't have to. Who else? Darren Jacobs, Aaron Dickin, Clay Clay Morgan, the newly reelected. It's uh, it's going to be quite the crew. We'll find a place for everybody, and we're going to have a great time. We'll see you all next Thursday. Thank you for listening to the Boss Hog of Liberty, which is part of the We Are Libertarians network. I am Chris Spangle, and I am the founder of this network. And I invite you to listen to all of our shows, which you can find at wearelibertarians.com or by searching for these in your podcatcher. The flagship show is the We Are Libertarians podcast, where we apply libertarian principles to current events. The Brian Nichols Show is a conversation amongst Republicans, Democrats, Libertarians, Independents, as they talk about what is happening in the news. And we have many other podcasts like The Chris Spangle Show, Upward, The Cost, Raw Audio Politics, Miranda's World, and Tad Talk, which is quite a ride. So check all of these out. Go to WeAreLibertarians.com and you can check out all of our great podcasts. Thanks for listening. Thank you for listening to the We Are Libertarians Network. Get our other shows at WeAreLibertarians.com. <laughs>